All right, welcome back to the show. Jeremy Kahn filling in for Nick Costas alongside Ken Barkley. Lots of great stuff going on that we're going to talk about, including uh, the markets in Major League Baseball. But first, I got to call football fans ready to take your NFL experience to the next level, introducing the must-have tool for the 2023-2024 season, the BetQL NFL Betting Preview. Unlock a world of sportsbook offers that will have you playing smarter, not harder, with over 10,000 in-depth game-by-game simulations at your fingertips. You'll be equipped with unparalleled insights to make informed bets whether you're a season better or just getting started this guide is your ticket to maximizing success in the world of nfl betting don't miss out grab your copy now when you sign up for a premium subscription and get ready to conquer the odds download the betql app and visit betql.com today also we've got this uh bet mgm has this cool mlb swing for the fences thing it's it's very easy log into bet mgm sportsbook app on iphone or android play the bet mgm mlb free to play game from now until september 7th you get to play as the batter you pick an area of the strike zone and depending on the area you pick you're going to receive a prize associated with that type of hit prizes include profit boosts and potential bonus bets it can be played once a day prize must be used on mlb and it expires in 24 hours all right from one pro to another let's go back to uh we've got ken barkley here we're talking about the the cy young um, and I was trying to give Jake his props. He's, uh, he's so money. He doesn't even know it. I don't think people realize he's typing how much time's left in the segment, hitting music beds. <laughs> he's talking. I Multitasking. Mean, yeah. yeah. That's, that was, that was impressive. Um, to say the least, but Ken, I, I think like that NL Cy Young market, it just, it feels like there's two guys, right. And is, I mean, could Steele really get in there? Cause I think the point that Jake made about his innings is great. Absolutely. He's just like Blake Snell. They're both effectively wild. Um, you know, so it just kind of works out for him. Cause I think when Steele throws the ball, he doesn't know which way it's going sometimes, but, um, I do like this guy as a pitcher for the future. I just don't think this is his year. I think you nailed it with the two guys, um, that it could be. Yeah, I, I think, and Jake, I want you to sell Kershaw in a sec, which it still strikes me as a wild case, but maybe this is a wild season. Um, just to compare Steele and Snell, which I think is an interesting comparison. So just first of all, like Steele's entire body of work compares more favorably than than Blake Snell's currently. Uh, people are going to be like, what do you mean? Blake Snell leads the league in ERA. Okay, great. Justin Steele's second. Uh, what about Whip? Blake Snell, 18th. Justin Steele, seventh. Fip, Snell, ninth. Steele, fourth. Uh, F-War, uh, Steele, fifth. Snell, eighth. So I mean, again, just like, it, just even using like the most basic ways that voters will come to a conclusion and innings, they're, they're like almost the same because Snell pitches like, again, like five innings every single time. He's going to get caught by everybody, even guys who got hurt like Steele did. So uh, I have a pretty sizable gap between Steele and Snell currently. It doesn't mean the voters have to recognize that or that they have to agree with me. Um, But I just think like they are both flawed and that both of their inning counts will be very low. But one statistical body of work to me is better than the others and projects better. Snell's going to keep doing what he's doing. Steele at least goes into the seventh inning sometimes. Like at least that happens on occasion. At least it's not rigged so that he comes out after, you know, five innings every single time. So I I do think the upside for Steele is a little better for that reason. Now, I think it is more likely that neither of them win and Logan Webb wins or maybe Zach Allen wins. So I, I do kind of, it's like sort of like I agree, but also to draw a distinction between even like how Steele and Snell have pitched so far. Um, I think, you know, they both have some things going for them. Uh, I think Snell has more obvious flaws because of how he is managed and how he will continue to be managed the rest of the year, I think is important too. Good stuff. So do you want Jake to explain this? Uh, yeah, Jake, crazy... sell me Clayton Kershaw, who's like, I, I don't even know what his price is now because obviously he was hurt for a long time. Oh, just 150 to one. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, but I think he's still, correct me if I'm wrong, is he still like, 
he's like in the top three in like a couple of the war he, projections or something. It's just he's he's, just, he's, he's, top, like he's T three in baseball yeah, reference, war, which, is well. which is the same as yeah, yeah, which is the same as Zach Gallen. It's and again, it's really stupid, and it's just like I if this season is going to continue being really, really dumb. And this is completely what this is predicated on. Like if Galen or Webb go on one of these dominant stretches, it's over. Like that's it. Like this whole argument completely falls apart, which probably makes me seem really, really smart. Obviously, if your whole argument collapses, if one thing goes a different way, <laughs> but um, right. my thing is Kershaw's still third in B war and he's 15th in F war, but he's 0.3 away in F war from jumping into the top seven and passing guys like Snell. So that's something if, you know, pitchers with at least 90 innings, which would be Kershaw, he has 91, but he's leading an ERA, then he's seventh and fifth. And if he goes on one of these stretches that we know that we've seen for the last 10 years that he's capable of, and everyone else continues to just be so, eh, like, I think that voters are going to be like, all right, well, it's Clayton Kershaw. And, you know, he's still doing this all the years he used later. And it might just be a lifetime achievement award where they go, all right, nobody wants to run away with this award and run away and hide with it. So let's give it to this guy who has done this before, is absolutely dominant, and does have some of the statistical projections and numbers to back it up and make a reasonable case to win the award. Again, it's completely predicated on everyone else continuing to be very, very eh. Like if Gallen or Webb go away and not go away, but just go on and have a dominant three, four start stretch where they're awesome, it's over. And it's one of those guys, but this season has been so stupid already to the point where Blake Snell is one of the favorites for the award. That's how stupid things are right now. If it continues like that, and Kershaw comes back from the IL. He starts on Thursday. And he comes back and he's awesome. He's still going six, seven innings and getting seven, eight, nine strikeouts. And the Dodgers are winning games and they win the division. I think there's an actual chance that voters are going to say, all right, it's Clint Kershaw. He's still awesome. It's been year 12, 13 of this consistently. Here's your lifetime achievement award. No one else really deserves it because everyone else is just kind of bleh. Yeah, sure. Well, Blair definitely, definitely. And to, to update people, because I know they're like, well, wait, Clayton Kershaw has been hurt. I believe he's was announced to come back Thursday is going to be when he yes, returns. He will so, be starting on Thursday. So the one thing you've hit on that I think is great is, look, if you and I, I don't want to buy Clayton Kershaw. I think Gallon is like too good of a candidate. Like, like the season is dumb, but it's not that dumb. I guess would be the right way to put it. Like, it's a seven on the dumb scale, but like there are still compelling candidates, many of them. So like tough for Kershaw to win against them. Um, but if it got worse, let's say Gallon or Webb, one of them gets hurt and one of them starts pitching poorly and it gets really messed up, then sure, then ever, ever, all kinds of crazy outcomes come into play. The thing you've hit on that I think is good is if you do like Kershaw for whatever reason, I don't, but Jake does. If you do, then like he's going to pitch Thursday. Like this would be the buy point. Like what if Thursday is seven shutout innings and he's going to be 150 to one anymore? I mean, he should be ahead of Corbin Burns right now. He's 10 to one. So I just, it's, you know, like that's, if we're just talking about price drops, I actually think that's like a reasonable case you could make. Like if you're buying to trade prices, maybe you could do worse than than betting on Clayton Kershaw at, at an absolutely astronomical number with two months left in the season. Um, and maybe he gets to that eight to one, nine to one range, dump some of that equity into Zach Allen at that point or whatever, whatever it ends up being. So I, I kind of, I, I disagree with the player, but I kind of agree with like the thought on timing and all that kind of stuff. So, cause, so Jeremy Jake's case for NL, which is like, this is a really dumb season. And so in a dumb season, when no one's really quite right for the award necessarily, something insane can happen. 
I think there's the chance that happens in the AL. It's a slim chance. But to me, there's like only one domino that has to fall for us to go into like totally stupid town, um, which is what if it's sort of like the question of like, what if Garrett Cole's bad for like a month? And then like, mm-hmm. I don't have a clue who wins. So the AL market, Cole, who pitched last night and was good again, minus 200, might need to be more. Framber Valdez, who pitches tonight, five. Gaussman, six. Castillo, 14, who has no chance. Otani, 30, who has no chance. So when your fourth and fifth guys are zeros, zero. Like they'll give it, they'll give it to Felix Bautista before they give it to Luis Castillo. The way the statistical oh. profiles are, um, it's like, and that's I, something I, think I want this to talk is, about. Why well, that? Well, that's what I'll get to too. So I, I think all I would like to say is, Garrett Cole is an incredibly justifiable favorite. His stat profile is on the fringes of previous winners. He's kind of in the box statistically right now, and more importantly than that. There's no one else remotely close to in the statistical box. Like if Framber threw another no hitter, then we'd get there. <laughs> but like, yeah. like if that ha- like that's what it would take right now for that to happen. But it it's not. It hasn't happened yet. So, but would I bet Cole? No. This is just correct. He should be a big favorite. Mm-hmm. He's ahead. It's he's ahead, and everyone else is hurt. Nathan Eovaldi is not coming back for a while. McClanahan's not coming back. Ke- like Kevin Gaussman, 20th in F-War, 15th in... Well, this guy's a worse candidate than Blake Snell. Like, it's just Castillo, <laughs> Castillo. Castillo, I don't even have on my spreadsheet anymore. He's like 20th in every category. I don't even know why his odds are this. Otani's not, definitely not going to win. So, like, they're all zeros. Framber can win. Cole can win. What happens if Cole's bad is really interesting. I know you want to talk about Felix Bautista, who I think is about 80 to 100 to 1. I've heard a couple other people make this case, too, if you want to try to sell me on it. I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just interested in your thoughts on it because it got brought up here locally in Baltimore. And I just said, I, I don't see it. I mean, he's the, like, again, the one thing that he really has going for him is that strikeout percentage, which is like 17.4% per nine, which is even higher than Eric Gagne's 15 point whatever percent that he had. But then Eric Gagne had 55 saves and didn't blow right. one, you know, except for the all-star game. So like, it's, I, I love the fact that he's being mentioned, which this is how it should be. Like, hey, you were mentioned for the award. You're not winning it. You just get welcome to the stage and you get to watch somebody else go up Coming and third. collect the award. Coming yeah. fourth, something like that. Yeah, I, I, to your point. So I, I think, I would love to try to sell people that this is like a meaningful thing that can happen. You need Garrett Cole. Like this last night would have been the start of what you needed to happen. You need him to be bad multiple times in a row to make this like a realistic conversation. To me, like that's how far ahead him and Valdez as a pair kind of are from everybody. We basically took a lot of compelling candidates in this market and they all got hurt or they really, really stunk for like a month where like they all bottomed out and there's just no one left. Like Luis Castillo cannot win. And he is the fourth choice. He cannot, it's a zero. Like Luis Castillo's profile right now, 13th in F war, 21st in B war, like eighth in ERA. Like, does this sound remotely like a, he's fourth <laughs> in the odds. It just shows. And it's like, he's not fourth cause he's good. He's fourth cause everybody else is hurt or bad. Like there's just no one left. So Cole's going to win by elimination almost. Um, if he continues to be good, his price should continue to even go more from here. He should become a bigger favorite. Would I ever bet him at these prices though? No. To me, this is just like the market has accurately captured how far ahead he is. And so there is no bet. And that stinks because like I don't have him and I'm going to lose in this market this year. And that's no fun probably. But I also know 
not to like chase by betting minus 200s that should be minus 200 and that are like appropriately priced or trying to invent some crazy case on a long shot just to hope I'm not wrong. Like, I think I'm going to be wrong. I think he's going to win. The market thinks he's going to win. I think this is all acting normally and we'll see what Framber does tonight. Yeah, this feels like we got some golf coming up that we're going to get to next hour, but we can still piggyback on this and talk some more baseball if you want. Plenty to do here. It's uh, This is fun to kind of break this stuff down and talk about it and look at some of the guys oh, that uh, could possibly win the award. Oh, Who's getting started? It's going to be a blast. Yeah. We got, got YBYB Jeopardy, all that and more. It's You Better You Bet brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network.